everyone remain calm. Back for more, huh? Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Somebody talk to me! What is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. How long is it going to take for that to spread around the globe? This was all John Hammond's dream. Hold on to your butt. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Jurassic Park Podcast. I am your host, Brad Jost, and we are here to discuss all things Jurassic Park here in the 183rd episode of the podcast. Man, it's been a while, huh? So if you are just catching up with the podcast, we have been on hiatus since uh, the end of December. We, We have not had an episode a true episode here in 2019. So this is the the first, the comeback tour, I guess you could say, of the Jurassic Park podcast. And, uh, you know, while we were away, a ton of stuff happened. It was like, honestly, one of the worst times <laughs> to choose not to have the podcast around because there was so much going on in the world of Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, it has been out of control. And even while we were away and we weren't here producing episodes each week, we did do a lot of work on the outside, uh, whether it was YouTube or going to events or planning for the future of the podcast. There was a lot. There was a lot going on. And um, yeah, I'm ready to get back into it. And I, I also know that you guys are too. Um, the crazy thing is, is even though we haven't had a true episode um, here for several months now, the podcast has still been going strong on iTunes and wherever you guys download it because we've been still hitting all kinds of crazy numbers. And we are so thankful that even while we're away, you guys still choose to check out the Jurassic Park podcast. Hear what we said in the past, even though I, I am still not a huge fan of listening back to myself back in the old days. I feel like we have grown tremendously as a show, and we are certainly taking the next step forward here at the podcast. Within the past month or so, we did send out a big survey for all of our listeners to fill out. I don't know if any everybody out there actually got a chance to do it or not, or even saw that it was being promoted, um, but we sent out that survey, and we got a ton of responses back uh, with, with the uh, intent to help us shape the upcoming version of the show. Now, the show is not really changing all that much. There's not really a ton of, of big like changes going on or anything like that. You did hear the intro was a little bit different. We wanted to kind of tweak it a little bit to try to you know include the latest movie as well. Um, the outro will be a tad different as well. There's there's a lot we want to do with that and uh, kind of slow down the episode a little bit, even though. Um, the people have spoken and they want the episodes to be a tad shorter. So I would say gone are the days of the two hour episodes, but no, we know that's not going anywhere. Uh, even though we did get a ton of responses, it is quite a small sample size of the actual listener base. So, um, we're not getting rid of two hour episodes or anything like that, but we are going to try to focus in a little bit, stop the rambling, even though that's exactly what I'm doing here. (laughs) 
I uh, will, of course, be going over those survey results in the future, not today here on this episode, but we will reserve some time in a future episode to kind of uh, go down the list and see what people wanted the most. And like I mentioned earlier, one of the things that we have been focusing on during this hiatus actually has been our YouTube channel. We have been uh, gaining subscribers and trying to produce some great content out there for all of our YouTube viewers. Now, I know I do or I have been mentioning it for the past, um, you know, very many episodes here on the podcast that we do have videos and we're producing all kinds of content. So please, if you have not subscribed to our channel yet, uh, please go do that. Just search for the Jurassic Park podcast. You'll see us we're out there or head to our website and you can find the link there or hey it's probably even in these show notes but uh, like I said we've been producing so much great content whether it is in-store videos toy reviews uh, event coverage theme park stuff man we've got so much going on over there and of course all of these episodes um, so just make sure to keep your eyes peeled on our YouTube channel Uh, we'd really really appreciate it And I know you guys are really, really, really looking forward to hearing the mailbag and the wire and all of our patented episodes or segments here on the Jurassic Park podcast. We will be getting to those shortly here in the future. So um, I just want to say thank you to everybody who has emailed us or called our voicemail line or let us know that you're missing the podcast or can't wait to hear it again. We really appreciate it, and we will be getting to all of those emails and phone calls and everything in the Jurassic Mailbag sometime soon. But like I said, so much stuff has happened. I want to get this episode kicked off with a recap of everything that we have missed so far here in 2019. Aren't you supposed to be a genius or something? I can't get Jurassic Park back online without Dennis Dendron. Incorporating all the latest technologies. We shouldn't be here. And there's five dinosaurs. How many Sarahs do you think are on this island? All right, so thank you again, everybody, for joining us here on another brand new episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. So... I wanted to go ahead and recap all of the stuff that we missed over the course of 2019 so far. Um, January, February, March, and uh, now April uh, has been a, a crazy few months here with so much new stuff coming out. I really would never have guessed. You know, when I chose to do the hiatus, I was mostly thinking about honestly, myself and how I needed to take a break from all of this. And, you know, it's been three years of me uh, continually producing podcasts. So I just wanted to take some time off and spend it with my family and stuff like that. And I never would have guessed that this much Jurassic content would have hit the the airwaves and and uh, you know been so prevalent in our our you know community here. I was just blown away by that. You know, I'm thinking, well, Fallen Kingdom hit us, you know, last summer, so there's going to be a little bit of a lull until the next movie starts to kick off. They start filming and blah, 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 all that stuff in the, in the down, you know, in the distant future there. But man, was I wrong. Like they started to kick it off really quickly. Um, basically, as soon as we stopped recording episodes. Um, so I'm going to actually kick it off with the most recent thing that has happened here is um, the Jurassic World Live Tour. So we were invited out to a press event um, along with the uh, Jurassic Outpost guys. And, and um, so out there was uh, Jen um, and Josh and Chris 
Um, and you know, Jen's here on the podcast as well. You know, Jen, you know, Josh and Chris as well. Um, and I also brought out, um, Tall, aka the traveling clot here, who is a contributor here on the podcast with the guest, uh, guest that dino segment. So, um, we all went out there to meet up with Feld Entertainment to check out what Jurassic World live tour is all about. The details have been so slim recently that we just wanted to find out what was going on with this thing, and they held a giant press day with more than we ever could have imagined. Going into this, I think both both camps had no idea what to really expect when it came to announcements and, and what they were going to be showcasing and who we were going to talk to. Um, and we were blown away we were talking about it afterwards and during like wow this is crazy you know this first initial release of content and information was at our fingertips and right at our you know disposal there um and then throughout the day there were multiple other um sessions and stuff like that that we actually maybe overstayed our welcome i don't know you'll have to ask feld but we all stayed there very long for many hours just to to see what they were doing see the content ever that they were producing in many rotations and um i'm being very vague about everything that we learned so far um but we do have a bonus episode so i don't know if you listen to that one first or if you listen to this one first but we have a full episode with me and tall kind of going over all of the information that we um, we're able to sift through and find out and cover. Um, we also do have a lot of videos coming your way. So we actually released our first one over on YouTube. Um, so make sure to go check that out. There will be many subsequent videos coming your way shortly uh, throughout the week and as soon as we get to editing them. And uh, later on in this episode, you'll actually hear some stuff from the press event. So, you know, keep your ears uh, peeled. Is that ears peeled? Yeah, I guess maybe that works. Um so the Jurassic World live tour, as far as it's concerned, I think it looks incredible. I am so excited by all that information, which you can hear in the other episode this week. Um, but I am so pumped about that. I cannot wait to see it. We will certainly um, be covering it in many many different ways uh, upcoming here in the future. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Feld Entertainment and the Jurassic World live tour for that and uh, everything that they've got going on. So next up, we were also invited out, sorry, a little bit of a self-promotion here, I guess, but we were also uh, invited out to New York Toy Fair to cover all the latest offerings from Mattel. So Mattel held a special event um, for certain influencers and stuff like that. So we went out there to uh, New York, to the Javits Center, to cover New York Toy Fair and everything that Mattel specifically had. The giant show floor was available as well, but um, Mattel had their own specific place up on the top level. It was really insane. There was all kinds of toys, from Toy Story to... Um, Oh, man, I don't even know. There was so much stuff out there. But uh, our our main focus, of course, was the Jurassic stuff. So many new toys um, for the fall lineup. It's it's really promising to be, uh, I think, a, a fruitful year when it comes to Jurassic toys. It's been interesting of late, but I think what's to come is going to be amazing. We did see that Indominus Rex, uh, the Primal Pal Blue. Those are two of my favorite things that I saw at that event. Um, now, if you're wondering... Um, when we when we eventually get to 
a Jurassic Wire episode up, upcoming here. We will be covering all this stuff in great detail as well. So um, we'll certainly cover all of this um, in much more detail. I just want to kind of give a general overview of this kind of thing here. But um, we also did get a look at the Brachiosaurus. Now, that was not a item featured at New York, New York Toy Fair, but um, they kind of wanted to get ahead of it and get it out there around the same time just to kind of showcase it and let people know that this is a thing that's happening. Um and also during New York, New York, I mean, I can't say that word, New York Toy Fair. That's like too many things at once. Um, <laughs> I do podcasts all the time. Why? Um, but they, uh, Mattel actually won action figure of the year for their Jurassic stuff. So that is awesome. I am so proud of Mattel and all the work that they have put in to create uh, such epic toy line, uh, such an epic toy line for the Jurassic fans. It's been awesome to follow through with and to see everything um, come to fruition. And our friend Britt Schatz at, at Mattel, who's the brand manager, is actually stepping aside to go to a different role now in the future. So that'll be amazing to see where she goes and all the um, promise that she brings to whatever else that she is working on at Mattel. And I'm interested to see who steps into that role and how things change and where that brand goes. Um, and I hope it's just straight up. You know, straight through the roof, continue making amazing toys, and we will absolutely be in the stores to buy them. Um, and really, speaking about the stores themselves, um, I said it before, but of late, I feel like things have been a little interesting in the stores. Um, I am always going to, whether it's Target or Walmart or even Best Buy has some stuff. Um, Target recently has been hit with a lot of clearance for Jurassic, so you'll... You know, go in the aisle, and at least all the targets that I've been to have been mostly poorly stocked with stuff. Um, I don't know; that's just the case near me. But they're the mostly the legacy stuff and some of the random uh, assortment of toys have been all hit with clearance. So if you're looking to get you know a lot of that stuff on the cheap, you can head out there now and pick up a lot of stuff uh, for very very cheap. And also over at Walmart. Um, every now and then they have some, some different deals and clearance stuff. Um, I, have enjoyed their stock a lot more. They've had much better items, um, over there. They've had the Albertosaurus and, um, a lot more of the, like, attack packs and the Savage Strike stuff. So, Walmart has been pretty great, but at the same time, I will say their stock has been pretty stagnant recently. Um, they've been basically just falling off the pegs with just duplicates and and too much stock to be honest there's just too much there they're never gonna sell it it's never been selling um i haven't seen anything move and even at over at target there's been a few items that i've specifically noticed because of a a flaw in the manufacturing or something wrong with the casing that have literally just been sitting there for months on end so i hope this this kind of clearance kind of clears thing out, thing things out, and we get to new products, um, especially upcoming through the summer and fall, whenever they decide to debut. Even though it's usually fall lineup, they tend to come out a little bit earlier than that as well. So, um, And, of course, keep your eyes peeled on online retailers because sometimes those things uh, start to ship out even a little bit earlier. Um, not really when it comes to Amazon. They, they're basically like, hey, you, you have an order with Jurassic? Oh, never mind. We're canceling it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that has happened all too often with me and Jurassic items. Um, but moving on here, I want to talk about 
our buddy Tom Fishenden. Um, I'm going to talk all about Tom. No, I'm kidding. Um, Tom actually held a, an amazing Jurassic World Evolution meetup out in the UK at the London Natural History Museum, I believe. Um, so he corralled a bunch of Jurassic World Evolution, you know, the game that was released last year. Um, he crowd like a lot of their fan base and and uh his friends out there who play the game as well and they met up at the museum checked out dinosaur fossils and all that stuff played some trivia got to learn stuff at like a um presentation so there was a lot going on tom did an amazing job at um putting that whole event together working with frontier to create something memorable for the fan base so you know, I'm, I'm proud of Tom and all the work that he's done, and that's amazing. Um, Tom also did have uh, a great three-part interview on our website with the incomparable uh, Andy Nicholson, who is the production designer uh, that was behind everything you saw in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Um, he's the guy that's been sharing all the amazing photos from the set um, on his Instagram page. So, if you're on Instagram and you haven't seen that, I don't know what you're doing. Go follow him. He's awesome. Um, and uh, I, I think also this year, Tom also had a great interview with Jack and Tim of Chaos Theorem. So make sure to go check that out if you want to learn more about the behind the scenes of the viral aspects of the new Jurassic World movies. Next up, I wanted to bring up the uh, new Lego series. So speaking of Tom, we got a new Lego series here uh, called The Legend of Isla Nublar. So... I don't know how closely all of you followed along with the recent, um, you know, addition to the Lego um, film franchise, I guess you could say, as far as Jurassic is concerned. They originally had the Indominus Escape, or Escapes, I forget which one it was, and uh, now they had the uh, Secret Exhibit, which aired on NBC last year. And now we're going to have The Legend of Isla Nublar, which kind of picks up from the Secret Exhibit and all the crazy stuff that happened in that one. Um, I know a lot of people struggled to find that one and see it. It is actually in stores now. You can buy the DVD itself. It's on shelves at Walmart and Target. Uh, make sure to pick that up. I'm sure it's at probably Best Buy as well. Um, but uh, that was, I enjoyed that one. I, I really had a good time with it. It went some really interesting places. Um, and And I think, you know, as far as the Lego canon is concerned, it was really fun and explored some really fun new territory, I think, for that specific demographic of the the franchise um you know i don't know if any of that stuff will ever come to fruition in live action form in any sense some of it was pretty wild and out there but i think um it is fun to think about and you know what the future of that specific you know version of the franchise is um i know everybody has really enjoyed the game and uh, all the Lego stuff that they've produced so far. And uh, The Legend of Isla Nubar looks like it's going to be amazing. And there's even new Lego sets to go along with that series. And um, uh, I, I forget what it was called specifically, but there was like the the Rex mech suit looking thing. And I, I heard a lot of people complaining about that at first, how it's not Jurassic. It, it's, it's very interesting looking and weird for the Jurassic franchise. And yes, it is. I agree. But it is it is also like incredibly fun looking, and that that to be honest pushed me over the edge as far as Lego is concerned. I have never been a huge Lego Jurassic collector. I have a lot of Lego Star Wars stuff, but for me, the the fun factor really raised it to a new level. And I think that um, that mech suit, how how dumb it is you know, really set me off. And I really want that, and I want to put that thing together and have it on my shelf. 
it looks so much fun. <laughs> I absolutely love the way it looks. Um, but that, I don't know. I, I forget the details of that. We'll dive into that more in the future, I'm sure. Um, but there's also even rumors of a Netflix series of some sort, maybe called Camp Cretaceous. So uh, a little thing popped up, I guess, on Netflix as well. Um you know, showcasing that that is a thing that could be happening here. So we'll see. Um, I'm really interested to see where that goes and what what it could be. If it is real, if it isn't real, I'd like to know. I'd, I'm sure you'd all like to know as well. Um, but man, would that be fun. That would be amazing. Initially, we did see, um, it, which I mean, lends to the credibility of it all. We did see the the, the trademark of Camp Cretaceous. And a, a while back, we initially thought it was going to be something related to the theme parks, you know, because they're going through a lot of changes and, and new renditions here. And we kind of thought maybe the um, Camp Jurassic was going to change over to Camp Cretaceous for some odd reason. I don't know. It doesn't make much sense, but that's not the case. It, it seems like it's going to be a Netflix thing here, and uh, we'll, of course, be bringing you the news as soon as we hear what it is and, and uh, when we can actually talk about what that thing is. Um, so we also actually, speaking of the theme parks, man, uh, the theme parks have been uh, all over the place. It's been a wild ride, pun intended. Um, as far as theme parks are concerned. So starting off in Islands of Adventure down in Florida at the Universal uh, Parks there. Um, you know, Islands of Adventure has been a interesting point of contention for me. I, I really do enjoy the land, even though it doesn't necessarily fully bring me to Jurassic Park. I mean, I know it is super lush and, and does represent Jurassic in a way, but I don't... I don't always necessarily feel like I am really at a dinosaur park. Um, but I think some of that might change here sometime in the future. In some ways, uh, maybe for the better, some ways for the worse. Um, so shortly, you know, after we stopped recording and all that stuff, walls started to go up um, all over uh, the, the Jurassic Park section of Islands of Adventure. Um, so walls started going up all around, like, uh, this basically in the center of the land itself and down towards the waterfront area. And, uh, man, if you've been following me specifically on Twitter, you'll notice how, um, not too happy I am about all these changes. Now, a lot of it is in jest and in fun. Um, but, uh, overall, I'm not too thrilled to find out that, you know, plans surfaced for a coaster coming up here, um, that, that will be kind of taking over the, if you're staring across the lagoon towards the visitor center, you know that iconic look from across the lagoon there? Uh, that has always been one of my favorite things. But if you're staring off to the left-hand side, you'll now see a giant... Well, not now, but there will be a giant coaster on that end and uh, also kind of come across because a portion of it will be going to the right-hand side um, where there was like a little bridge and stuff over there. So uh, this this big fast coaster will be going up in the Jurassic Park section. It is absolutely happening. It's not a rumor of any sort. It is happening. Universal has not discussed it. They basically just started uh, construction and, uh, our friend Alicia Stella 
um, you know, uncovered plans and, and has been talking about this for a while. So um, we actually did a, a recent episode with her. So I think if you're a Patreon member with her um, podcast, you can actually go ahead and listen to a specific, you know, Patreon only um, conversation that we had um, with her and her co-host Ian. So that was an amazing uh, fun time. I think we had a blast discussing all the Jurassic lands and stuff like that. And of course, I think mostly um, Islands of Adventure and what they, they're planning there. But, you know, it's going to be interesting. I, I am... I am a fan of coasters and what they offer, but I'm not necessarily a fan of coasters when it comes to immersion. Um, I don't feel like coasters really offer a full immersive experience. Um, you know, maybe the new Harry Potter or uh, Hagrid ride will change that, but I don't think this is going to be taken to that level of detail. Uh, most of their money goes into the WB um, product with with Harry Potter, but not into Universal products like Fast and Furious or Jurassic Park. So we'll see. There there are plans. the 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 word on the street is that it will be a Owen slash Raptor themed coaster. Um, we will see, you know, a uh, a first scene where the Raptors essentially are let loose, basically like in Jurassic World, the same exact uh scene there so raptors will be let loose and the coaster is you're essentially like part of the the group there as you're going and you know going through the jungle on your rampage there i don't know if it's going to specifically be the exact moment in that movie where you're chasing down the irex i don't really know if that's the case i don't think so but who knows maybe um but you're basically kind of I guess on a motorcycle chase with Owen and, and the Raptors there. So it'll be interesting. I hope they do enough to sell me on it because right now I'm not too, too thrilled about it. I would much rather a, an immersive experience, um, or something that really resembles Jurassic because a coaster doesn't necessarily speak Jurassic park to me, um, or Jurassic world, whatever you want to, you know, say that land will be in the future. I'm not too sure to be honest. And I don't, I don't know if anybody is at this point. Um, and I think a lot of it comes down to the, uh, the attraction out in Hollywood, you know, the Jurassic world ride that they're, they're currently in the process of redoing, which should be opening in a few months from now. Um, so I think it really depends on how that does. Now I will say that it, there's no doubt that that ride will be a hit. I have no doubt whatsoever that people will love it. Um, you know, people did love and do love, especially the well, the Orlando version, and they did love the um, Hollywood version. But I think this new incarnation of the Jurassic Park ride, the Jurassic World ride, will really blow people away. And I, I foresee that eventually coming to Orlando, um, even though that's not there's no current plan right now to redo that ride. I think it really does depend on on um you know how that ride does out in hollywood how it is received but like i said there's no doubt in my mind that it will be amazing um now inside that ride um well actually specific specifically inside um they've actually added a new section um that will be enclosed now when i say new section i don't mean any kind of new track or anything really it's just the same track but there will be an indoor section so basically right when you go up that lift and you went through the the gates and stuff you're going to be indoors so i really don't know how this is going to play out we we know basically that this is going to be the the mosasaurus sequence um 
And I mean, there there might be other things in there as well, but I, I just don't understand how this is going to fully play out, um, specifically going indoors to outdoors or outdoors to indoors to outdoors and then back indoors and then outdoors. It's going to be very uh, interesting to see how that works. Um, is there a certain time of day that that this works better? Is it better at night? Is it better in, in the daytime? I have no idea because... I just don't know what they're going to do as far as the indoor section because you guys know the, the the latter half of the indoor section, which has always been there, is very dark. Um, so I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see how that pans out. And, of course, we will be getting the Indominus Rex as well. Um, I'm sure Blue will be there. And, and I don't know about the other Raptors, but maybe. Um, but there's, you know, there's been t- a ton of construction. The building is looking fabulous. Um, the giant logo is on the side of the building. It's got a new blue and gray theme out there. They're currently building the Raptor pen, which will hold Raptors um, of many sorts, I believe. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's going to be fun. It's going to be a new brand new section. It's going to look a little bit more industrial like Jurassic world, but, um, I'm excited for it either way. I I have never been a huge fan of the ride itself. I feel like they could do so much more with Jurassic park, the ride or the river adventure. So I'm happy to see that they're taking steps to make it better. So I think it's going to be really fun. And, One thing that popped up on our radar that might be related to that is BD Wong was recently filming something. Um, So he posted on Instagram and uh, maybe uh, Twitter as well a picture of him just kind of in his Dr. Wu attire. And he was very Dr. Wu-like. And I I believe he like tagged Jurassic and um, I think he specifically tagged Jurassic World Evolution. Um, I don't know if that was in error on his part or he just did it because he's a part of Jurassic World Evolution or if he was specifically filming something for the ride Um, because that's my idea I feel like you know at this point in time you're going to want to um, fill out the videos for the queue now they did specifically mention in one of the press releases that there will be the queue videos that kind of walk you through what's going on uh, the creation of dinosaurs and all that that good stuff so I think Dr. Wu's probably going to be in those videos. So why why would he be in full attire and look the, the Dr. Wu part if this is something for Jurassic World Evolution? That makes no sense. So I think um, this is going to be all about Jurassic World, the ride, and, and uh, you know, like how John Hammond was the intro uh, spieler um, for the ride. I think uh, Dr. Wu may be in that place this time around. Who knows? Maybe even Claire as well. Um, I know um, Claire has recently been seen with, or not Claire, Bryce has been recently seen with the Claire hair. Um, now, if you if you talk to Jen, she'll say that Claire has, oh, Claire, she'll say that, that I don't even know. I'm, I'm confused with all these names. Jen, Bryce, Claire. Um, she'll say that Bryce, there we go has had that hair for a little while, so who knows, but it was very, very Claire-like in uh, one of the recent pictures that she posted, so maybe she was doing the same thing that B.D. Wong was doing and filming some intros, because if you're going to do that, if you're going to have an intro with you know specific stuff from an actual working Jurassic World facility, I think you have to have both of them. Um, I don't necessarily think you have to have Owen, but who knows what they're get, what they got planned with him. Um, but I'm excited to see what comes of the ride and, and these... The, the potential uh, filming here going on. It's going to be really, really awesome. Um, now, throwing it back a little bit uh, 
back towards like the Super Bowl time, um, we actually saw a fun Walmart commercial and it featured all kinds of different vehicles. I'm sure you guys remember this commercial. It was everywhere. Um, featured all kinds of different vehicles from different movie franchises. And ex- specifically, there was the uh, Ford Explorer with the the green and the red and the yellow like paint scheme going on there. And there was actually some copies in the back. Um, it was It was awesome to kind of see that. Uh, be included along with those other iconic cars and the franchises uh, that are out there. So that was really cool. And it's just saying that Jurassic Park is still prevalent in people's minds. Um, Also, we got a good look at uh, Tim and Ellie, right? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. It was just... It was just Joseph Mazzello and Laura Dern meeting up at a an award show um, earlier this year. So that was a big trending thing for a little while is seeing the two of them reunite uh, for an amazing picture there. And I think even at some point, um, you know, Laura Dern and um, Sam Neill got together at some point for a reunion picture. Um You know, there has been a ton of big hints towards the big three returning for Jurassic World 3. So Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill, and Laura Dern. I think think this next film could be very interesting. And we've heard a little bit of talking about it from uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt. um, You know, talking about how interesting it is and and where it's going to be going and stuff like that. And um, I think the inclusion of the big three might be happening. And it's going to be awesome if it does. I am very, very excited to see, um, you know, how they could potentially include them. And if if Goldblum's role is going to be bigger, because we've heard a little bit of rumblings here and there that maybe his role could be bigger in, in the next uh, movie here. So I, I am very excited to see where the future goes. Um, and speaking of the future... Um, we have we do have a uh, a newcomer here to the podcast contributor list, James Ronan. Um, he's he's been plugging away at a lot of great articles um, for the website. He has specifically been like writing and writing and writing all kinds of great stuff, and uh, recently um, mostly looking at the the future of the franchise and where it will go, and also a great look at Jurassic Time. So if you haven't read those articles, go to our website to check them out. He has a, a, some other stuff on there as well, and of course he will be writing more stuff in the future i'm very excited to have him on board um so you know reach out to james and say hey what's up i like your stuff um moving over here to jurassic world evolution again um they they had reached two million sales for the game that's that's really awesome that is fantastic um i I think jurassic world evolution has been really awesome and i actually I've been taking the game slow, and I'm, I think I actually did beat it finally. <laughs> I, I saw the credits roll for some reason twice. Um, I beat it, and then I beat it again. I don't know what I did, but I, I beat it twice. Um, but I actually have not played any of the DLCs yet. So I, I have been taking it very, very slowly and chugging along here. Um, but I do want to get through a lot more of that game and see where it goes here in the future because two million, two million is a big deal. Um, so I, I'm very excited to see more from Frontier and, uh, you know, cause they're so awesome. They have been so great at handling the franchise and, and the community aspect of the franchise. Um, sometimes that is, is forgotten. And I think companies, you know, like Feld and Frontier 
have really been uh, cultivating the fan base and stuff like that. So I think that's amazing on their part. I'd love to see more of that moving forward in the future. Um, now, speaking of uh, cultivation, I guess, uh, the Chaos Theorem team has added two more members. That was a uh, interesting segue. I didn't mean to go there, but... Um, uh, they've added two more members here with Sam Andres and Chris Pugh. So congratulations, both of you two and, and also everybody else on that team. Um, it's it's fantastic that that team is growing and adding more community members and building a, a really cool base of people to help, you know, shape the viral aspects of the franchise and, and other franchises as well. I'm sure they're working hard on, you know, doing more uh, outside of Jurassic. So that's going to be really cool. But uh, while we're on Chaos Theorem, uh, you know, Jack Ewins, uh, one of the members there on that team, has been working very, very hard on his project, Dino Defenders Extreme, which will be popping up on June 1st. So, you know, we've seen a lot of looks at this this uh, series here. It looks incredible. I love the artistic style to it. Jack, you've done an amazing job with that. And I can't wait to see, um, you know, all that work put forward into what you're creating. I am, I am so excited about it. And from everything that I've seen, you know, I think it looks like something that Jurassic fans are really, really going to eat up. And uh, I hope it goes big for you guys. I think that's going to be amazing. But moving on from one butt kicker to another, um, does that make any sense maybe i don't know but chris pratt has won a kid's choice award so he he was voted the, the favorite butt kicker uh you know in in the film world i guess <laughs> i don't know for his portrayal of owen grady um you know he got one of those those orange blimps that they always give out there um so that's that's fun i guess that's really cool i mean it's always great no matter what the level of award ceremony that uh i think it's always great that jurassic gets some sort of recognition um now jurassic got no recognition whatsoever as far as like the oscars are concerned which is kind of crazy um because the work in that movie is incredible yes there's a few uh not great looking sequences and shots but overall it's incredible what they what they made, and for that not to be nominated at all, uh, as far as uh, visual effects are concerned, I I just think that's a tragedy. Like what what's going on here, Hollywood? Make that a thing, you know. Make Jurassic, um, you know, uh, something you know that it used to be. I guess in in that sense, I know people look down on on the new franchise and stuff like that, but I think it's okay to individually look at certain aspects and see that was worthy of you know, an award or at least a nomination in some sort. Maybe it didn't need to win, but uh, a nomination would have been, I think, very good for this franchise to say, hey, you're doing something right. So, you know, maybe next time, hopefully, hopefully next time it gets an award nod um, in the future somewhere. But speaking of some award-worthy work, I, I would say uh, Iron Studios uh, created, or, you know, they're they're creating an incredible-looking Brachiosaurus diorama um, I, I am blown away by, by the work that they do as far as their, you know, promo shots and everything are concerned. I, I think it looks incredible. This, this entire like diorama that they put together. Um, I think that a Brachiosaurus sequence is obviously one of the most iconic shots from Jurassic Park. So to see it come to life in a statue form, it's going to be awesome. So along with that and the Mattel Brachiosaurus, we're in heaven here, guys. This is amazing. Um, we're in heaven with the Brachiosaurus that burned, you know, on the dock. So, sorry to, you know, 
get you all down here uh, towards the end of this this sequence here, but uh, I had to do it. Um, but we'll pick it right back up here because killing it, as always, is Stephen Ray Morris. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know what's going on with these transitions, but it works, I think, right? Um, he's always killing it with his uh, his podcast, See Jurassic Right. Um, he's had a lot of tales of his travels and, of course, predictions for Jurassic World 3. So if you haven't listened to his show, um, you probably have, but Sorry, it's amazing. I can't search the web on Apple Watch. Okay, thanks. Um, but you know what? <laughs> Go listen to Stephen Ray Morris and See Jurassic Right. He's got an amazing show. <laughs> But, um, you know, there's also several other Jurassic shows out there. So the Missing Compies, uh, you know, Justin has been covering so much stuff on there with many other people. Um, so make sure to download the Missing Compies podcast. Recently, they've been uh, discussing a lot of the, the, of course, the writing, but uh, a lot of script rewrites and stuff like that. So there's some really, really highly detailed stuff going on on that show. And, uh, you know, we don't always cover the writing and, and that stuff over here. Justin does sometimes when he comes on here. Um, but they really, really do a great job of uncovering a lot of the writing aspects of the franchise. So make sure to go check out Missing Compies. Uh, they do some wonderful work over there. Also, Jurassic Minutes podcast. Um, you know, if you're into that minute-by-minute kind of format, they've been kind of breaking down Jurassic Park 3. So I know I know you guys exist. There are some Jurassic Park 3, you know, big fans out there. Um, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Come on. We're all big fans of that movie, right? You know, whether we love it or hate it, I think we're all big fans. So make sure to check out Jurassic Minutes podcast. They've done a wonderful job at covering, you know, all these movies so far, minute by minute. And uh, Jurassic Park 3 is no different. So make sure to go check out their coverage of that movie as well. And we also do have a newcomer here to the podcasting community. Jurassic Vic has started his own show, The Jurassic Collective Podcast, um, where he's just going to be talking about Jurassic Park. And of course, um, his passion in, in the franchise is the vehicles. So whether it's Jurassic Park vehicles or other franchise vehicles, he's going to be covering these and talking about them, having interviews, and just discussing Jurassic as a whole. So make sure to go check out his his brand new podcast. Go give him some support from everybody here at the Jurassic Park Podcast. We'd really appreciate it. But man, I have really gotten used to talking to myself here <laughs> over the past few years. I don't know what, I, what I've done to myself, but I can talk my, my own ear off, I guess, right? Because nobody else is listening to this currently aside from myself. And I'm, I'm loving it. It's doing great. It's having, I'm having fun. He's having fun. Me too. Um, I don't know. I'm losing it. It's too late, guys. Um, but that's it. That's our, <laughs> that's our coverage of uh, everything that has happened here so far in 2019. And of course, like I said earlier, we will be diving into this stuff further. Um, so we'll try not to like tread too heavily on it. But, um, you know, me and Aaron always love to do that cover, you know, stuff that we've already covered. Um, and of course, just cover it in much more detail than we have before, because usually we cover stuff quickly like this in a news segment and then in further detail in the Jurassic Wire, which has been, you know, of course, voted one of your favorite segments. So I'm very happy about that. And, um, you know, it's been fun covering all this stuff, but uh, we got some we got to We got to move on. We got to get on here to the next segment. So thank you guys very much uh, for sticking with me and listen to me talk to myself about all this amazing stuff that has happened to the Jurassic franchise over the past few months. Man creates dinosaurs. Boy, I hate 
and right all the time. We're gonna have to drop the can. Are you ready? One, two, come on! So today in the Audio Lab, we're actually going to hear from a few of the key players behind Jurassic World live tour from Feld Entertainment. So as you heard earlier, we did have the chance to meet and discuss elements of the show with the creators. But um, today we're going to bring you some of the fun that we had with the team over there. Let's go ahead and take a listen. All right, so could you just tell us uh, who you are and what you do? Yeah. Uh, Chris Nobles, associate producer for Jurassic World Live Tour. Okay. Um, what is your favorite aspect of what you've done here for the Jurassic World Live Tour? Um, I think one of the favorite things that I'm doing and continue to work on is bringing CGI dinosaurs to life. Like, yeah. Who gets to, who grows up thinking? I think I'm going to make dinosaurs one day. No, like it's <laughs> no. not it's not a real thing. Nobody, and no. <laughs> it's a real thing. Yeah. And uh, two years in the making, and we have about six months to go before we start rehearsals. Amazing. And it, it's just. It's fun. It's yeah. a dream job. All right, so I'm going to ask you a heavy hitter here. Yeah. If you're stuck in a kitchen with a velociraptor, what would you do and would you make it out alive? Um, what would I do? <laughs> I don't know if I would make it out alive, <laughs> uh, but I am small enough. I think I would try to get the oven. Yeah. And just hold just, that door as tight as possible. Hide, and hide in the oven. Wait and, for them to go away. Yeah. 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 So, Knowing that she's not going to go away and it's just going <laughs> to no, be standing outside. Keep hitting the tapping. Yeah. Well, you're in there. It's up to you to decide yeah. when it's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Hi, I'm Juliet Feld Grossman, and I am the producer of Jurassic World Live Tour. Awesome. So, what is your favorite aspect of the, the live tour? Is there something that you had a hand in, or just something overall that you really loved about it? What's been so cool is getting to bring this franchise to life and we at Film Entertainment we work with a lot of franchises that have um, films that have uh, heavy CGI and in this case getting to bring uh, you know elements whether it's the gyrosphere and all the dinosaurs from CGI into 3D and yeah. seeing the mobility the speed the um, agility of all of those features and dinosaurs it's it's pretty exciting <laughs> it's really cool to see I'm it sure in, yeah to be in in interacting life. with that all the time it's got to be awesome so I'm going to follow up with a very hard-hitting question here. If you're stuck in a kitchen with a velociraptor, what would you do and would you make it out alive? <laughs> that's, that's like too terrifying of a question to even answer, which probably tells you that I would not make you're it not out alive. You're not going to make it out? Oh, no. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> that seems to be the overall consensus is nobody's really getting out. I guess the, the kids in the movie were just very lucky. You know? They were. I yeah. mean, those are some, those are some pretty <laughs> impressive kids. <laughs> so maybe I'd surprise myself in yeah. the moment. You'll but, think uh, of something. You know, you're just like... Like grab a pot and hit it over the head or something, I guess. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Thanks for being here. Yeah, my name is Ross Nicholson, and I'm one of the directors on Jurassic World Live Tour. Um, and I'm Dan Shipps, and I'm the other director on Jurassic World Live Tour. Awesome. So could you guys say, like, what is your favorite thing about the live tour, whether you've done it yourself or just in general? Is there something that you uh, that stands out? Um, for me, it's the it's having the opportunity to be up close and personal with those dinosaurs, like to yeah. actually um, walk around them, to look at the texture of their skin, to, to like hear the, the noises they make, and you, you really do um, believe that they're like a real life dinosaur, and that, yeah. that is just something you you can't achieve on on the cinema screen. No, uh, it's really special. Nice. Uh, for me, it's probably the watching the audience reaction 
when you bring out one of the dinosaurs for the first time because they are genuinely wowed and I know that even for me having worked with them um, throughout this process I forget that those dinosaurs aren't real I don't see any of the puppeteering anymore any of the dinosaurs and I just get lost in them and I know if I do that and I know all the detail that an audience is just going to love it yeah seeing the excitement of everybody was just phenomenal taking pictures getting selfies Great. Um, so this is a hard-hitting question I've been asking everybody here. Um, you guys are stuck in a kitchen with a Velociraptor. Right. What will you do and will you make it out alive? Yeah, I'm going to say I would make it out alive. Okay, wow. Um, I'm really good at hide-and-seek, so <laughs> I feel like I would hide in, maybe hide in a cupboard okay. or hide in some kind of thing with a door, and I would just sit it out. You just stay uh, there? You think they, they've lost a lot of time. You'd lose get, interest. Yeah. yeah. You'd get bored, they'd give up, they'd get hungry, they'd, they'd go elsewhere, yeah. and then I would uh, walk out. Well, he's there too. He's going to get eaten, I guess. <laughs> For me, um, okay, so what would I do? Um, I think I'd be quite intrigued to look a velociraptor in the eyes, right? Okay. So I might go for a little bit of self-sacrifice and just accept that I'm going to go and actually just get that moment to literally look at it in the eyes and be like, okay, this is it. This it's, is it's it. just going yeah. to happen. So I'm, I'm, no... I might not even run. I might yeah. just go for straight down the barrel. Let me have a look in those <laughs> eyes, like baby. We're on. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you so, so much to everybody at Feld for having us out there. It was just so incredible to speak with people who really understand the franchise, who really are doing some amazing work to put together this show. And of course, I loved pulling out these answers out of all of them. Um, And you know me. I love hearing everybody's take, I guess, on the Raptor kitchen scene, which is a question that my wife came up with so, so many years ago now. What? three to four years now that we've been doing this um she came up with that question basically the i think it was like the third episode i had a an interview to do and and i was like oh i don't know what to do i've never done this really before so you know she's like why don't you ask this question about the kitchen and and the raptors and and i thought it was brilliant so um you know thank you so much kelly for doing that it's been a a lifesaver and i continually ask that everywhere i go and of course uh we do have many more Um, interviews coming up here in the future so um, stay tuned for this kind of segment here popping up in the near future here on the on the Jurassic Park podcast we will also be having like I said more content over on YouTube more interviews and you can actually see some of these over on YouTube throughout the week so make sure to keep your eyes peeled but again thank you so much to everybody at Feld and thank you all for listening Thank you guys so, so much for listening to the 183rd episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. It has been wonderful. It has been so wonderful coming back and discussing Jurassic Park with all of you again. You know, before I hit record, I sat there, uh, or no, actually it was, I hit record and then I sat there and I was like, how do I do this? How does this, how do words come out of my mouth in front of a mic talking Jurassic Park? It's been a while and I think, you know, doing it again has finally you know, broken the seal, and I I am so excited to talk about Jurassic Park all over again with everybody out there, and while I certainly enjoyed my time off, it's been refreshing, and I think it's uh, fun to talk Jurassic, you know, where a world of of information and new new products, new content, new, um, you know, shows and all kinds of great stuff are coming our way, and I cannot wait to discuss all of that information with everybody that comes on the show, who listens to the show, who interacts with us on social media. I think it's going to be wonderful um, just speaking about all this new and fun, interesting content. 
So one of the things I wanted to change here is the outro. I know you guys have already heard me talk so much. And and while this is the comeback, uh, this will not be the the new format or anything like that. It won't be always just me. So we will still be having all the contributors that you know and love behind the scenes of Jurassic Park podcast. So make sure to keep your ears peeled for all of those people coming back in various forms here in the future. But um, I wanted to take some time to slow down the outro and reflect more on the episode and, um, you know, the the amazing people that help build the, this podcast up and, and discuss it and, and share it around and, and, of course, let others know that it, it exists. So one of the things I really did want to focus on on this comeback was reviews i wanted to get down to it we have a a ton of reviews out there for for itunes but you know we always want more we always want to reach more people and get more in tune with the wider jurassic park fan community um because these reviews help us get seen by everybody out there so we wanted to take some time to reflect on these reviews that are out there on itunes those are the ones we're going to be specifically focusing on so let's kick it off here with some reviews The first one I have here says, the best podcast ever. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Tommy Clan, he says, I have been looking for a podcast to listen to for a long time. I finally found one. This podcast is the best. I've been binge listening to it from the beginning at work, and it definitely making is the, oh, here we go. Some mailbag stuff going on here. It is definitely making my day go by a lot faster. Keep up the awesome, my fellow New Jersey native. So I hesitated there because I thought I read it wrong, but I didn't. Keep up the awesome, my fellow New Jersey native. You know, Tommy, thank you so much. It's always so great to hear from, you know, people like you who just discover the show and need something to listen to and binge listen from the beginning. And I feel bad that you had to listen and struggle through some of those earlier episodes. But man, I think it was worth it. Um, Next up here, we have absolutely the best JP podcast, man. That's awesome. Hey, and this is from my my buddy Alicia Stella here. Thank you, Alicia, for for writing a review here and giving us five stars. And she says, with so many new movies, games, theme park rides, and more, the Jurassic Park podcast is a great way to stay informed with everything happening based on the greatest film of all time. Great production quality. Quali- well, I can't talk. Great production quality and interesting guest segments too. Every episode is entertaining. And and Alicia, certainly when you hear me stumble upon your review about how great the production quality is it's always going to be entertaining right i i I think so um and lastly here the last one we want to focus on says number one jurassic park podcast uh this one is from Crelo. uh it says my favorite jurassic podcast brad covers everything jurassic from news to toys i appreciate the longer episodes also really enjoy the mailbag episodes with jennifer thanks and keep it going you know what Crelo, I think we're going to do that. We're going to keep it going. And that's what we're doing this week. We're specifically keeping the podcast going. So thank you to all of you who just wrote reviews. And uh, each and every week, we will be focusing on podcast reviews. Like I said, I want to... Like, this is one of the things that I really love about the mailbag is focusing on you guys um, and getting back to the basics of the podcast and the fan community and all that. Um, and now, while certainly you guys left some amazing compliments, I, I really just want to focus on the people and shout out to some of these these people who took some time to write reviews. And we really do appreciate it um, because, you, like I said, you guys are helping us 
get heard by other pod or uh, not other podcasts, get heard by other other listeners of podcasts that are out there. So thank you. But that's it. This is going to wrap up the latest episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. I really do appreciate you all coming by, stopping by again to listen to the show. And like I said, if you haven't, we do have another bonus episode. So if you haven't listened to that, we have another episode for you in the feed. Check it out. Listen to it because it's all about Jurassic World Live Tour. We will be going over Jurassic World Live Tour in abundance here um, in the coming weeks or however long. Um, you know, basically until the thing debuts. I'm sure we're going to be covering it all the time. So make sure to go download that episode with Tal, the traveling clat. You know him on YouTube. Um, so that episode was a lot of fun. We had a great time talking about the franchise and, and uh, the the show itself so go download that and go download that what am i talking about that wasn't a word before but uh download it let everybody know that we are back it's happening again every each and every week the only difference is if i need to take a break we'll take a break it's not going to be a big deal we're not going to force you know the podcast down your throat if we don't have a ton of content but we will be here each and every week unless otherwise stated please give us a follow on twitter at jurassic park pod and myself, at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram, at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So please be sure to subscribe. Also, don't miss our toy hunts and reviews, in-depth bonus content, live streams, gameplay, events and theme park coverage, and so much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a 5-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of every episode, so please be sure to spare no expense. Don't miss us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode show notes, wonderful articles, bios from our contributors, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or email us, JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening, and enjoy! Enjoy!